I would like to welcome Professor Paolo Mulatero, Director of the School of Internal Medicine at the Medical Department of Torino University in Italy. Thank you very much for joining us today. Thank you. It's a pleasure to be here and to discuss about uh, these interesting topics with my colleagues. At the recent ESH, 2022 Annual Congress, you co-chaired a Meet the Expert session about the novelties in diagnosis and management in primary aldosteronism. How frequent is primary aldosteronism among hypertensive patients and how much of them can be found? Primary aldosteronism was thought to be a very rare condition in the old time because only a patient with a very florid phenotype uh, were diagnosed. Uh, now we know that at least 5% of all hypertensive patients have a primary aldosteronism, and this condition uh, prevalence increases when the uh, blood pressure levels are higher. So severely hypertensive patients have a high prevalence of primary aldosteronism. And who should we screen for primary aldosteronism when shall we suspect a patient have the dis disease? The typical condition where we suspect primary aldosteronism is patient with hypertension and hypokalemia. And we should suspect uh, uh, primary aldo even if hypokalemia is determined by uh, therapy with diuretics. But in general, we should uh, screen for primary aldosteronism also all patients with uh, grade two or three hypertension and patients with resistant hypertension. Other categories that could be screened are patients with uh, atrial fibrillation that is not due uh, to an underlying cardiac condition. So without, uh, for example, uh, a valvular defect or a heart failure. And we should also screen patients with an, uh, an uh, incidentally discovered adrenal mass and hypertension. And we suggest uh, in general to screen young patients um, below 40 years uh, old, not because the condition is more frequent, but for the benefit that, that the patient can receive from an early diagnosis of this condition. And finally, uh, all patients uh, with another uh, first degree relative in his family that display primary aldosteronism, because despite being rare, uh, we should uh, take into account the possibility of a familial hyperaldosteronism. After positive screening, what methods do you suggest confirming the diagnosis, if any, necessary? Okay, in some cases, it's not necessary to perform a confirmatory exclusion test and is for patients with a very florid phenotype. So if renin is so low that is unmeasurable and aldosterone is more than 20 nanograms per dl, and there is hypokalemia, that is potassium less than 3.5 milliequivalent per liter. If the three conditions are together observed, we don't need a confirmatory test. For the other patient with less florid phenotype, we should perform at least one confirmatory test. 
In Europe, the preferred are the uh, seated saline infusion test, which comprise an infusion of uh, uh, 0.9 uh, sodium chloride, um, two liter in four hours, and aldosterone is measured at the end. Um, because we want to show that aldosterone is not suppressible uh, with the saline load. For patients in which this test could be dangerous, let's say patient with a reduced cardiac or renal function, or for patients that already had maybe stroke or atrial fibrillation, we could choose the captopril challenge test which is less standardized, but could give a similar type of information. We give captopril, and if aldosterone is not suppressed by captopril, uh, then primary aldo can be considered confirmed. In other countries, they use other tests, uh, for example, the Florinef test, the oral sodium load, or in Japan, they use the upright furosemide test, but these are less used in Europe. Regarding treatment, which patients are eligible for medical versus surgical therapy? Okay, this is a very important topic because um, patients with unilateral disease could benefit from surgery, but we want to be sure that we are not um, adrenalect, we don't do an, an adrenalectomy in a patient with a bilateral disease. And so to identify these patients, we should perform a, a CT scanning of the, the adrenal with contrast and with very thin uh, uh, layer. And uh, um, if the patient is candidate for surgery, also an adrenal vein sampling. Adrenal vein sampling is very uh, a challenging procedure, not available in many units. Um, so patient could skip this uh, uh, procedure if they are very young, less than 35. Uh, if the phenotype is again very florid, typical for an adenoma. And uh, uh, if at the CT scan, we have one nodule more than one centimeter in one side and the contralateral adrenal gland is normal. In that case, we could avoid adrenal vein sampling. In the other cases, AV, uh, adrenal vein sampling is suggested to address properly the patient to surgery or to medical treatment. And what is the optimal medical treatment? Medical treatment at the moment comprise a mineralocorticoid receptor antagonist, which basically are of two types, the non-selective like spironolactone and the derivative like carenone, carenoel. These are very efficient drug to block uh, aldosterone. The problem is they interact also with other receptor that is the androgen receptor. Um, and so they can give uh, impotence uh, to males and uh, reduce of the libido. And also they interact with uh, the progesterone receptor activating this receptor. And this could cause uh, gynecomastia in male and menstrual irregularities in fertile women. When these uh, drugs are not tolerated, we could use a plerenone, which is a selective blocker. The problem is that in many countries is not reimbursed. So people have, the patient have to pay for this. It's a relatively expensive drug. 
At the moment, there are several other mineralocorticoid receptor antagonists under investigation. So maybe in the future, we will have other possibility. Also, some aldosterone synthase inhibitor are under investigation. So I think in the next maybe five or six years, we will have more drugs to treat this type of patient. In summary, what's your key message to the clinicians? The key message is that uh, hypertension being such a, a frequent condition in our patient, we should not uh, uh, be scared to, to screen for primary aldosteronism because otherwise we would treat uh, blood pressure not in the correct way for this patient because we uh, would use only uh, drugs that are not uh, uh, efficient in this disease. And we know that patients with primary aldosteronism undergo to much higher um, uh, rate of uh, cardiovascular and cerebrovascular event. So we should screen at least 30 to 50% of our patients to rule in or rule out this disease. Thank you very much for the conversation. It's a pleasure. Thank you for this opportunity. Thank you.